Hi, I'm Richard Randall, and welcome to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Colorado Springs Real Estate Authority, Barb Schlinker. Barb Schlinker is a retired Navy veteran. Barb is an author. Barb Schlinker is a pilot, and Barb enjoys all that Colorado Springs has to offer with her amazing team. Thank you all for joining us this morning on 740 KBR. Barb, always great to be talking with you. And this real estate market is very robust, but there are still some people without jobs and some people not able to make their house payments. Do you think the real estate market could decrease in the coming years? Um, I don't believe so. I, I spent some time uh, last night really diving into this and kind of the theory behind it all. And, you know, we, we had a great economy, even with the, the COVID shutdown. You saw how quickly it came back under Trump. Now we're under Biden, Mr. Job Killing Biden, and uh, he's becoming the job killer in chief, in my view. So it's going to I think that there'll be some markets where losing jobs are absolutely going to impact their markets, places like. Wyoming, places like Montana, anything that's affected by the Keystone Pipeline, anybody that's heavy in the oil industry, Houston, those areas, they're going to be impacted. But here in the Colorado Springs area, I don't know. I, I, My gut feel is the rate of appreciation will slow down. Okay, that's not a bad thing. Last year, we had 19.2% increase in the market value in one year. That's extraordinary. I've been doing this 25 years. I've never seen the market zoom up that quickly in just one year. Typical normal appreciation for our market is anywhere from 5 to 7%. But what we've seen since 2014 is double-digit appreciation, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. And last year, we saw 19 uh, the most recent stats indicate a 16% appreciation from exactly a year ago. So chances are the rate of appreciation will slow down. But if you look at a graph over time from 1985 going all the way up till now, which is as long as we've been tracking the data here, um, it's pretty much a straight up graph that market values are going to go up over time. There was a dip, of course, during the mortgage meltdown, but um you know, that that really had to do with kind of a fictitious environment. Our environment now could be somewhat fictitious in that the Fed is keeping the interest rates really, really low. That's absolutely driving the increase in this market because uh, people can afford more home. So low interest rates, there's very limited supply of houses and an increase in demand. Those are all indications that the market values will continue to go up. You know, 19, in, uh, right after Biden took office, President Biden did a flurry of executive orders, making him, in my view, dictator-in-chief and effectively killing jobs. And he, he didn't just do a few jobs. It was over 110,000 related to the Keystone Pipeline. The oil industry, he will not allow any more permits on federal land. That's going to affect about a million jobs. So, Overall, the economy could see some shrinkage under his reign, but um, I think in the local area, we're still pretty good. Um, and let's talk about forbearance and what that means. So when COVID hit, okay, they came out, the, the Congress came up with this CARES Act thing that basically said, hey, 
if you're having trouble, you lost your job because of COVID, you don't even really have to explain it, then um, you can put your mortgage and or your rent on forbearance, okay? So that meant that they didn't have to make payments. It's, it went on for one year. That one year expires in March. Now, in all likelihood, it will probably get extended under this administration. So what happens to all those missed payments? I'll tell you what happens. What happens is it either A, gets added to the mortgage balance, or B, when they come out of forbearance, they have to pay it somehow all at once, which is not a good situation if you're just coming off losing a job. So we don't really know how it's going to shake out just yet. But if you really look at the stats, which I have a chart up in front of me, there was kind of a big surge of people not making payments when it initially happened. But the number of delinquencies is gradually recovering. So chances of that being an issue, particularly in this market where you've got a lot of military, a lot of government workers, I don't think it's going to be a problem. Um, and the difference now between what happened back in 2007 is one key thing, which was at that time in 2007 and before, people getting mortgages didn't have to make, didn't have to qualify. They could just tell a lender, hey, I make 100000 a month and I want to buy this million dollar house, no money down with 80% first and a 20% second so I can avoid mortgage insurance. And let's top on top of that, let's do what they call a negative amortization loan. So at the time, the current interest rates were 6%. They rolled them down to 1% and just kept it at this fictitiously low payment. And then after two years, it suddenly adjusted. And a lot of those homeowners ended up with house payments that more than doubled overnight. Well, most people cannot absorb that kind of shock to their financial plan. And uh, that's part of what caused the implosion. And then those loans were sold as good or quality borrowers on the stock market. And the, the whole system just kind of came crashing down. Since 2011, uh, mortgage lenders are under federal obligation to verify at the time that the borrowers take a mortgage, they can actually make the payments. Now, of course, things happen. They could happen over time. But that's historically always been a very small percentage. So I don't think it's going to drive the market down. And even during the meltdown back then, it was only 25 to 30% of the people that were affected by the meltdown. It did overall drive the values down about 20% for a few years. But after 2012, it started back up. So are we in that environment now? No. Market values have come up substantially. People, I, I meet with people all the time that have been in their home in less than one year, and they're walking away after paying commission tax and title with a profit. So I don't think this market value is going to decrease. I just think the rate of appreciation may soften. Richard? You're listening to The Real Estate Voice. I'm Richard Randall, along with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And you can always reach Barb at 719-301-3900. This morning, we're talking about how the loan forbearance and eviction moratorium can affect the real estate market going forward. Tell us more about that, Barb. Well, I mean, the, for, for rental properties in particular, I say people that own rental properties and have suffered the experience of having a tenant that's unable to pay. I'm not saying they're doing this willingly because nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to be worried about looking over their shoulder and, 
and being evicted at some point in the future. Um, so uh, I think that um, there, there are some cases of people that haven't been paying rent for a while, and the governor edicted that basically that uh, those people don't have, we cannot evict them. However, I've talked to some inventors that actually did evictions during this period. So I'm not sure what all the particulars are about that, but it does kind of, you know, make people think twice about buying investment properties. Um, and then as far as the unemployment rate, well, I did some research on that last night. And one of the things I discovered that was a surprise that even during the Obama years and the Trump years, when the unemployment rates were kind of at these current levels as what they are right now, around 6 to 8%, it did not affect the gross domestic product or real estate values. So that's good to know. Here in the Colorado Springs area, what we saw in um, December is we had a pretty good spike of unemployment from 6% to 8.6%. I think a lot of that could have been because uh, restaurants were shut down and those people were out of a job because they couldn't do what they normally do. But some of it was due to fraud. I myself had this experience where I got a letter in the mail claiming that I had filed on my own company for unemployment. <laughs> of course, I didn't do that. Uh, and I was really shocked to get this letter in the mail with my full social security number on the front and the back from the state to my company saying that I, the company owner, had filed for unemployment. So I called their hotline to find out what's going on. I called their office thinking I'm going to get a human on the phone. But no, because of COVID, nobody's answering the phone. In fact, the way they had it set up, there was a voicemail. You couldn't even leave a message or anything that said, if you think your filing for unemployment was fraud, go to this website, which they spit out really quickly. So I had to call the number three or four times to write the web domain down and report fraud. And then I just sent the paperwork back and wrote all over it. This is fraud. I am still working for my own company. <laughs> I did not file for unemployment. And by the way, what in the world are you doing putting my full social security number on the front and back of this document? for my employees to see, for your employees to see. That information should have been redacted and I need it fixed right now. So I did actually write my state senators. They claim they're getting a new system, but you know, with government, nothing happens really fast. So I believe that some of that spike in unemployment was actually fraudulent information where the state leaked out people's social security numbers. Somehow they got hacked and a bunch of people filed for unemployment and actually collected checks from our state government, thank you very much. But at the end of the day, real estate is all about supply and demand. We have low supply and big demand, and I think it's gonna be a great market. Richard? You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. And Barb, I have to say, I have talked with a lot of people who went through that fraudulent unemployment thing, uh, just as you did. In fact, a couple of people in my family, and I'd never consider that. That changes some of the numbers, but certainly that privacy and, and trying to make sure that your information is kept secret as you're applying for unemployment, but especially as you're going through a home a transfer, a sale, or purchase, very, very important. You get the lowdown on it all 
all of it on Saturday mornings from 6 to 7 o'clock right here. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And if you're thinking of making a move, call Barb at 719-301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be discussing how to stage a room in one hour. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> 